Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. <laughs> right here, right now. Who, who knows? It could be yours. You never know. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, watch how you talk to my baby. Dear Stephen Shirley, my boyfriend and I have been together two years, and we had planned to get married soon, but I got pregnant instead. He's 27, and I'm 25 years old, and we moved in together so he could help me with the baby. My family didn't really care for him before I got pregnant, and they really don't like him now since he's still not working, and I'm paying all of the bills. Let me set the scene for you. I got a degree in finance, and I work in the financial aid office at a community college. I met my boyfriend at work, and he worked in the maintenance department. He was laid off during the pandemic when the school was closed, and they haven't called him back to work. In the meantime, he's taking odd jobs here and there to help me out financially. Uh, My parents have told me to leave him, so I try to keep them out of my business. But I am starting to agree with them about him. I have to admit that my boyfriend and his family are very ghetto, and I question their child-rearing skills. I have a one-year-old son, and he started walking and getting into stuff. My boyfriend's pet name for him is Little N-Word. What? Got that? Little N-word, and he says the word, the actual word. And that's what he calls him, no matter where we are. Uh, My boyfriend's father has commented to several family members that my son is blessed with a big weenie uh, like the rest of the men in the family. He loves to call my baby, oh God, (laughs) Little Big DMF. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? I'm like, come on now. It's terrible. <laughs> this is awful. The baby is one. And it boils my blood every time he says it. My boyfriend's mother loves garage sales, and she shops for my baby's clothes there. <laughs> I told her thanks, but no thanks. I love my boyfriend, and I've, I've seen a different side of him lately, and I can't deal with his family. Can he change this behavior if he wanted to? Should I raise my child without him and his ghetto-acting family? Please, just please tell me this isn't really happening. I, I mean, just tell me that. Um, because your boyfriend definitely needs to watch how he talks to the baby. And more importantly, watch how he acts around the baby. His his family needs to, too. Uh, who calls their baby little N-word? Who, 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 I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone who does no, that. No, that ain't the one that bothered me. As I know. And the other one, out. yeah. And, and your daddy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting to that one, Steve. Uh, we all know how impressionable children are. And... Why, why are you doing this? Have you talked to your man about his behavior? And who, pray tell, is going to talk to your man's dad? Who's going to talk to him? He calls his grandson Little Big D-M-F. Oh, 
This is a toxic environment. I'm sorry to bring a child up in. I think all kids should be raised by both parents in a loving relationship. But of course, that's not always reality. And life stuff happens. And you asked us, can he change his behavior if he wanted to? Well, the answer is yes, he can uh, if he wanted to. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he can change. The problem is, I don't think that he recognizes that he should change. I think that he thinks this stuff is okay because... Look at what he calls his own son and what his dad calls his grandson. If you can't become a better person and set a good example for your child that you've brought into the world, then it it must not be in you. So in this case, I have to agree with your parents. I mean, I'd give him a chance, talk to him first, but I don't think it's going to make a difference because he gets it from his family and it's just in him. Um, And and they don't seem to know that they shouldn't call their kid little N-word, little big D-M-F. Come on. Get ready for supervised custody unless a miracle happens and he changes which I doubt. Steve? Well this letter had a couple of problems in it early on that I kind of picked up on. Mm-hmm. You and your boyfriend been together uh, two years. He's 27 you 25. Y'all had planned on getting married soon but you got pregnant instead. Now just listen to that. We were planning on getting married soon but I got pregnant instead. He's 27, she's 25. You got it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we moved in together so he could help me with the baby. You know, oftentimes I find out, and I'm not judging one way or the other, but I am going to say this as a thought for people who are considering it. Uh, people nowadays, uh, a lot of people think that moving in is a solution. And you should all think about that before you do it. Because moving in is not just a solution, it's a commitment. And if you're going to make that type of commitment, then you ought to just make the commitment. But moving in as a solution oftentimes comes with the stuff that you learn about people after they move in because you didn't take the time to learn it before y'all moved in. So moving in amplifies everything. And so now we got it. Uh, Your family don't really care for the dude uh, because he's still not working. And now here we go. I'm paying all the bills. And let me set the scene for you. I got a degree in finance. I work in the financial aid office at a community college. I met my boyfriend at work, and he worked in the maintenance department. He was laid off during the pandemic when the school closed, and they haven't called him back yet. Now, all this is good. Hang on, Steve. Hang on right there. We'll have, yeah. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, watch how you talk to my baby. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, watch how you talk to my baby. Well, all I got to was this couple. She's two years younger than him. Um... They were going to get married, but she got pregnant, so they decided to move in so he could help her with the baby. Moving in almost never solves the problem because the problem ain't really the fact that you needed help with the baby because if you read the letter, you still need help with the baby. So moving in oftentimes isn't the solution because the problem had nothing to do with him being there. He's not even working. So there's no financial contribution that he's making. 
and his child rearing skills are quite different from yours, as we'll find out. And when you met him at work, you were in, in a degree and you had a job at a community college in finance. There's nothing wrong with this at all, what the man does for a living. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Great men do all types of work. Some of my best friends ain't famous, rich, or none of that. They just the best dudes I know on this earth. So you could have had one, except the problem is you all are incredibly unequally yoked. Not just from the standpoint of education, it has nothing this, but you become equal, you become unyoked the moment one of y'all working and the other one ain't. We got a problem here. Because if he moved in to help, where's the help gonna come from? He got laid off, he ain't never been back. He been doing odd jobs to help me out financially. Now your parents told me to leave him, so I try to keep him out of my business, but I'm starting to agree with them. Because your parents can see stuff because they not in love. See, so sometimes people who care about you can see things you don't see. I have to admit that my boyfriend and his family are very ghetto, and I question their child-rearing skills. We're going to get back to that in a minute. (laughs) I have a one-year-old son, and he started walking and getting into stuff. My boyfriend's pet name for him is Louie N-Word. Now, if you want to call a baby the wrong name, Louie N-Word is in. Yeah. Because you're sending the wrong message to this child. Secondly, that ain't his damn name. Thirdly, why would you want to impress that upon a child? Now, when you all become adults, full-grown men, y'all can call each other anything you want to. You can say it's a term endearment. You can call it anything you want to. But to recall it to a baby, a baby has no idea. And you say in this letter, everywhere y'all go. And it don't matter where you are. My boyfriend, you call him little N-word. Restaurant, daycare, picking him up, chastising him. How do you chastise a child by calling him Louis N-word? You're defeating the purpose of trying to discipline him. You undisciplined by calling him that. You disrespect him by calling that. And then you want him to do what you say do. So what that make you, the big N-word? <laughs> See, it, 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 it does, it's not going to help. But then your boyfriend's father has commented to several family members that my son is blessed with a big weenie like the rest of the men in the family, and he loves to call my baby little Big DML. Wow. Now, that's funny as hell to me. <laughs> but your grandfather's nickname for you is little Big DML. That's horrible. Now, listen to me. I have three grandsons, four granddaughters. Now, let me explain something to you. They've all heard me cuss, I'll admit that. Yes. And BJ blessed too. <laughs> but I'm not calling him <laughs> Little Big DML. Because, first of all, he don't even really know what's going on yet. Yeah. And why would I introduce that to him? Mm-hmm. And, first of all, MF is out of the question to refer to my grandchildren. But weenie size is so damn ignorant. It's just a level of ignorance on the adult's part. It's just high-level ignorance. And it boils your blood every time he says it. My boyfriend mother, he's going, this is the last straw. (laughs) 
The boy mama liked garage sales, and that's why he obviously buy all the baby clothes. Now, what I don't like, you know, garage sales ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with thrift stores. That's what you do. They clean them clothes, all like that. So that ain't me, though. See, I grew up with enough of that. We, we, we not reverting back. And people like to feel a certain way about their children. And if you can afford to do nice things for your children, most parents do. Now, don't go get a little white kid clothes off the little table and bring to my little black ass baby. We not gonna do what, Steve? I said, I'm sorry. I said, don't go get no little white kids clothes off this table and bring them over here and put them on my little black ass baby. We not finna do that. I just, I'm not finna let you do that. So now you got your boyfriend is stupid. You'll your daddy you is boyfriend. Daddy is stupid. His grandma. The grandmama like to go garage shopping and buy all your clothes off there. I can't deal with his family. Can he change his behavior? Not at 27. Should I raise my child without him? And now that's up to you. But y'all just give you this advice. You should be with somebody you equally love. Yo, you should have things in common. You should have the same ideals. You should have the same ideals when it comes to trial rig, and you have common interests. I don't hear none of that in the letter. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So now you got to make your own decision. Co-parenting. All right. Thank you, Steve. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Instagram and Facebook is where you can do that and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. Coming up at 46 minutes after, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 